The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey guys, Rob Terry here. Been a little while since I've been live on the page, so I thought I'd come on, go live, have a chat with you guys. Now, seven tips to get your business thriving through a recession. Now, it's scary times. I know a recession's coming. We all know it's coming. So many cost of living crises, things like that. So we want to get our business thriving through the recession because when we come out at the end of the recession, we're going to get a nice big fat chunk and there's going to be a big boost at the end of it which is really gonna help our business out grow even further. So if we can push to like, see the problem is everybody wants to contract in a recession and contracting, get smaller, get niche, get this, you know, save costs, do this, do this, do this. That's only part of the process. You actually want to look to grow. Trust me, we've been through recessions. 2008, we had our best, no, second best year ever, because last year was our best ever year. We had our second best year ever in 2008 when the banks were crashing, every fucker was going to the wall. We absolutely stormed it. And the reason why was because we didn't change tactics. In fact, we did change tactics. What we did was tweaked a few things and increased them. So rather than focusing on reducing, actually focus on expanding. And if you can expand during the recession, you come out at the end of that, you will be even bigger and you will have an even bigger chunk of the available pie that is out there afterwards. So let's get straight into it. Number one, never cut your marketing budget. Everybody, the first thing they want to do is cut their marketing budget. As soon as you start cutting your marketing budget, you are banging trouble. If anything, you want to double your marketing. Certainly in terms of free marketing that's available, the social media, LinkedIn, all of those kind of things, you want to be smashing it and doubling it. And if you can afford to, increase your marketing budget. Because what happens is everybody cuts their marketing budgets. Now, that means that their share of being seen in the market is shrunk with it. If you can hold your nerve, you can either keep your marketing budget the same, you are naturally growing your market share because they have got less market share to be seen. If you can actually increase your marketing budget, even better. But certainly you want to be smashing the fuck out of all free and available channels, the LinkedIn's, the, any of the social media channels is just totally and utterly free marketing. Plenty of free marketing out there if you can go and get it, write some stories, all of those kind of things, but never ever cut your marketing budget because I guarantee it, as soon as you start cutting your marketing budget, you are cutting the amount of exposure to your customers. Your marketing, I keep saying this all of the time, your marketing is the shop front to your businesses, guys. Trust me, it's what people see. It's the first point of contact. It's not the sales, but it's what then leads to the sales. The marketing leads to the sales, then the sales convert into prospects. Bloody blah. I'm not going to go through all that because we all know that. But marketing is the shop front to your business, guys. I say it all the time. Nobody buys from the invisible man. If people do not know you're there, they will not buy from you. Likewise, if you cut your budget and you shrink your budget, people are going to think, hello, what's going on? We normally see the adverts from these people. Are they no longer around? We're not going to bother looking, so do not do it. So number one, never cut your marketing budget. <clears throat> number two, double down on your existing customers. Get out, see them, speak to them, talk to them, whatever it may be. But 
it is easier to sell to somebody that is an existing customer, knows your benefits, your features, all of those things. It's easier to sell to them than it is to try and get somebody new. It's cheaper to sell to somebody that is already an existing customer because you've already converted them. They already know the benefits of it. So get out there and speak to them and take the opportunity. If there's customers you've not spoke to for a while, use this as the opportunity to go out there, properly reconnect with them. You will be surprised just in having a few quick, simple, easy conversations, how much additional work that can potentially lead to. Trust me, they're gonna, again, it's like marketing. If people don't see you, they don't know you're there. Same with your existing customers. Get out there, talk to them, find out what it is, because they're gonna have concerns like you are. They're gonna have, you know, if you can help them out during the recession, they're gonna think even better of you. So get out there and speak to your existing customers, double down on what you're doing with them. When you start making sales from them, that's the point, start hitting them with the upsell, the cross-sell, all the different types of sell that it is. So when they're already buying, that's when you wanna be knocking them again to get more customer or more sales out of them. So really double down on your existing customers out there. It's so much easier to sell to an existing customer than try and find a new customer. So that's number two. Number three, I've talked about this before, but make sure you have a customer loyalty program. Bit of a no-brainer, particularly during times of recession, because the customer loyalty program keeps your customer loyal to you. It keeps your customers returning to you. It can be a million and one different types of loyalty program. There's loads and loads of different loyalty programs out there, but I 100% recommend that you get some sort of customer loyalty program. A lot of them are coupon-based things. You buy like five coffees at Starbucks, you get the sixth one free. Nando's, you get chilies, that kind of thing. And it works exceptionally well for restaurants, but it can work well for other companies. Now, we've got um, a customer loyalty scheme in the ventilation business it works fantastically well and that's basically a retrospective discount every hundred thousand pounds worth you spend with us you get one percent back something like that or one percent discount but it keeps them coming and i did we we joined it there's a club uh, like a buying club in what we work called nc we joined that and the way it works is everybody buys within the club so you offer them a discount for buying your products within the club and it's the same sort of thing but it's a customer loyalty program and it massively works it does what it says on the fucking tin there's nothing clever about it it keeps your customer loyal to you now if you can keep customers loyal to you in a recession they're going to keep coming back to you which means you're going to keep making sales out of them so customer loyalty programs guys I've done podcasts on it, I've done other episodes on it, I've done lives on it, I've done uh, features on it. If anyone wants to talk to me about customer loyalty programs, what they think works best for your business, talk to me. I'm happy to help you out and sort of run through what's the best way of doing things, that kind of thing. But it is massively important, particularly now. If you've never done it before, trust me, do it now and you will, I guarantee it, it will increase your sales and it will help keep your customers loyal, keep them coming back to you, keep them making sales from you. So that's number three. Number four, it's a plain, simple one. We all know what to do. Reduce your unnecessary expenses. And we do have them, trust me. And I'm not talking about cut, oh, cut the marketing, cut all of those kind of things. All your core things that you need, do it. But just go through and review things. Mobile phones is a prime example. We've got a number of mobile phones here in the business and we cut out two mobile phones because um, we no longer need them, but they've just been left there where somebody's left or something's changed, everything like that, and it's just gone unnoticed. But those two mobile fines, that's £150 a month saved to us. So £150 a month across the year, £1,800. Thank you very much. In the pocket, savings. They're the kind of things you want to be looking for for unnecessary expenses. I don't mean suddenly cut staff, 
get rid of people. Obviously, if you've got people that are not needed, then that's one thing, but I don't want to go down that route talking about that kind of thing because you want to be trying to grow. We're trying to make our business thrive through the recession. So cut out the unnecessary things, look at things and think, is this really needed? Are we getting maximum value for money? Now, that is the other thing as well. Is it may be that, yes, it is still needed, but you can get a much better offer. Look at your, um, look at like your mobile phone providers, things like that, even your business banking, because there's plenty of business banking out there now, which is completely free. So look at all of that side of things, but don't look at cutting the important things. Don't look at cutting your marketing. Don't look at cutting your staff and all of those kind of things, because as soon as you start in that mindset of you want to shrink, you want to keep costs tight, you want to do all that, that's when you're going to start getting the problems. And you're going to be coming out the other side and you're going to be so frightened to open up again. And when the good times do start coming, you still want to keep it tight because there could be another recession coming. Don't want to be doing that, guys. Look to expand. Really, trust me, we did it through COVID. When COVID kicked in, everyone goes, shit, what are we going to fucking do? We carry on, guys. We carry on. We had the ability to carry on because we was allowed to for the manufacturing, for hospitals, that kind of thing. We was very fortunate, but that gave us, and a lot of people say, how come you come out of COVID so well? Because we didn't fucking stop. We just carried on. We didn't reduce things. We carried on the market. In fact, we actually doubled our marketing spend during COVID to make sure that people could see we was there, we was open, we was available to help them out. We actually doubled our marketing spend for that reason so and and we picked up a hell of a lot of work through the ventilation business likewise with my um my own mentoring business and a couple of clients drop off it's a natural thing to do they want to save money i understand that but in fact i carried on pushing and i took on i think i had two people um drop out from mentoring i think i actually took on three new ones so overall i was one person up but it still helps out so reduce unnecessary expense yes but don't cut the things that are vital to the business and don't shrink it too much Number five, look to having multiple streams of products and incomes. Again, it's like we always say as entrepreneurs, you want three or four streams of income. Likewise, with your business, you want the same thing. If you can diversify quickly and easily and bring in another stream, another revenue stream into your business. So we started off um, with the ventilation business, then we set up the maintenance business from that. The maintenance business was a direct spin-off from that. And that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. So, or likewise, if you've got aligned products, if you're um, if you're selling products, or if you're selling, say, insurances or things like that, if there's anything, or if, if for example, you're um, you're a mortgage advisor, can you then get into the insurance for the the household and take a skim off of that? That kind of thing. So, the more multiple streams of income, it's like a business. You wouldn't have a business with just one customer, would you? You want as many as possible. Likewise, if it can be aligned, it can be bought in quick, simply and easily. A product a service because there are loads of little bolt-on services that you can bring into all different types of businesses there's so many out there that you know i'm not going to go into it because that 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 would be a whole podcast episode or a whole live stream whatever it is by itself so look to have multiple streams multiple product incomes and it will massively help you out because if one drops off the other one picks up and so it's, it just works we all get it that's why we always say have three or four streams of income for you personally because if one business drops off one side drops down you get another one all this if people have a plan b don't believe in your plan a bullshit absolute cock and ball trust me you want multiple streams of income and you look at all the top earners out there all of the millionaires and people like that they do not have one stream they do not have one product from that they earn income from multiple streams is where you want to be right that's number five number six 
fairly sensible one this again and it's but not a lot of people do that and that is credit check all of your customers a lot will come out of credit checking your customers and it will also mean that if you do it on a regular basis you pick trends up so if a business is starting to struggle if they've gone from and when we credit check our people we don't just say oh yeah they're good for like 10 grand worth of credit how long are they taking to pay that credit it will tell you if you get the right we use credit safe and it tells you their payment days so when you go into a recession if a company suddenly goes from payment days of 30 days or 14 days and it starts going up to 60 days 90 days that's alarm bells because it means one or two things they're just sitting there holding on to all their money and they're not spending but either way they are not paying their customers so credit check your customers credit check and regularly and any potential new customers yes we all want new customers it makes sense during the recession to take new customers on but make sure they can afford it we've done it and we've turned business down because they've not been credit worthy um and generally speaking then when you turn around and say to them look well let's let's build a bit of trading history pay for a few jobs we'll meet you halfway we'll give you half the amount of credit for the job so you pay 50 percent up front and then pay the balance on 30 days. They start bulking at that, you know they're not credit worthy and you know potentially they are going to knock you. And nobody, nobody wants to be getting knocked. All through throughout the, our time in business, we've been very fortunate. Touch wood on, I know I'm gonna regret saying this, but I think we've been knocked by about two or three companies. The last one actually was recently, was last year. Um, a building company knocked us for about 20 odd grand um but fortunately we've managed to cover that off with no big real big problems purely because we're so tight on the cash control and we credit check all our customers and that person he was still going on and trying to trade and trade his way out of things and we pulled the credit line we could have quite easily probably doubled our loss with him had we not been doing due diligence on him and saying look your time pay is going up that kind of thing and that's when it all stops so credit check your customers a lot of people it won't apply to because obviously you've got a website they're paying up front um that kind of thing so that's not an issue but if you are offering your people credit trust me you do not want to be um extending beyond their means their capabilities so credit check all your customers number seven the final one now i would recommend doing this any time because it is so easy and simple to do and that is offer a recurring subscription service so for example, the maintenance business that we've got, we do um, a monthly direct debit because the maintenance say it's, I don't know, two and a half grand a year. We charge them hundred pound a month. It's nice and easy and simple. We get the money in advance. It hits the account, that kind of thing. So if you can offer a recurring subscription service, it does two things. It gives the customer a reduced payment. So rather than having to suddenly find a big lump sum chunk when it need, it's needed or when they need to buy the next bit, whatever it is, they get it at a reduced monthly amount. <clears throat> and the second thing it does is it keeps your income nice and stable. You know, we know the maintenance business, all of our maintenance business, we offer people an actual discount. We say, right, you get a 10% discount if you take up the maintenance, if you take up your maintenance um, on a direct debit. So there's a benefit to them to doing it because they're saving themselves a little bit of money. But we also know we've got that as a recurring form of income every month coming in. And trust me, once people have signed up to it, they will not stop doing that. If they still have the need for that product, that service, they will not cancel that direct debit. They will leave it running. And we built the whole maintenance, nationwide servicing, we built the whole maintenance business around that form of revenue. So 
it makes it easy for the customer, it makes it easy for us. It is such a fantastic way of doing it. And there's loads of sites that you can use to do it for you. Go Cardless is the one we use, um, and they charge you a fraction. I think uh, you're allowed, per subscription, you're allowed up to 5,000 pound a month. Um, once you've hit over that, you have to then set up multiple subscriptions for it. But I think they charge something like 0.1 of a percent, so then you're paying, you're paying literally peanuts. I think we have like 15 grand a month coming in via direct debit schemes, and I think it costs us something like about 150 quid a month for that company to do it. And they set it up, they run it, they guarantee it, they back it, they do all of it for you. And all that happens is they take the money from the customer, six days later on, seven days later on, they transfer it to your account. So the direct debit, you've got the direct debit scheme. People love that. But all the other benefits of the direct debit scheme, you know, all that kind of thing, like when you sign up to the bank, it's all done for you. But trust me, offer that and it will boost your customers. Firstly, because like I say, it can give them, if you've got a fairly high ticket amount, so like I say, the servicing on some of the systems that we do can be six, 7,000 pound a year, but broken down into smaller manageable monthly chunks, they love it for that reason. They're still paying for it, but they still, they get their service, but they get it in an easily affordable, manage, like a manageable chunk. So trust me, it will work in a recession because it helps keep it, and it keeps things stable for people. They know what's going, when it's going, that kind of thing. They know they've got to allow that monthly, it goes straight out of their bank. They don't need to think about it. It lands in your bank, you don't need to think about it. So trust me, offer a recurring subscription service, direct debit, that kind of thing to your customers and that will give you a massive amount of benefit. So what I'll do is, because we can rattle through it quite quickly as I normally do, I'll quickly just go over and recap the seven different things that I would recommend. Number one, never cut your marketing budget. Number, number two, double down on your existing customers. It's easier to sell to your existing customers than it is your new customers. Number three, make sure you have a customer loyalty program, whether it's a card-based system, points-based, whatever it may be. Number four, reduce unnecessary expenses, which is again obvious, but only make sure that you're reducing unnecessary and you're not cutting things fundamental to the business. Number five, look to have multiple streams of uh, income in terms of product and income, that kind of thing. Number six, credit check all your customers to make sure if you are offering them credit, they're worthy of it or they're worthy of being a customer. Number seven, offer a recurring subscription service to your customers. You do those things, they are the seven things I would focus on. And we're going into recession, they are the seven things we focus on. That's what we would do for our businesses. And that's whether it be um, rental properties, all of those kind of things, the, the ventilation business, the servicing business, the mentoring business, that will be it. Particularly the mentoring business. Mentoring business, again, it's a very high ticket. I'm not cheap, I'll hold my hands up, I'm not cheap, but trust me, I'm worth every penny of it. But if I offer somebody a monthly subscription service, it's much easier for them to be able to afford it. It's a simpler thing and it's an easier sell to them. When you're trying to sell them it for that amount a month rather than that amount in like upfront, give me all the fucking money now, it's much easier. So trust me, offer a recurring subscription service. So that's the seven things, guys. Anybody gets concerns, if you are struggling with your business, please, please, please do reach out to me. Talk to me, I will do what I can. I will try and help you out. Whether you're listening to this as a live feed or as a, a replay, or if you're listening to it on the Humble Entrepreneur podcast, the details, you know, you'll know how to get hold of me if you need to get hold of me. You can just Google me, you'll find me. It ain't a problem, and I will do what I can to help you out within the limits that I do have, guys. Right, speak to you all soon. Have a good afternoon, and let's keep rocking and keep expanding, pushing. And when the recession comes, we will all come out the other side absolutely thriving. Remember, folks, 
Stay humble and let your success talk for you. See you later. I think we have to go.